Hello? Hello, Sipe? Hey, Sipe, what's up? Hey, what's going on? This is Mike Sweeney. Sweeney. What's up, dude? Mike Sweeney, the idiot. Got it. This week's episode is brought to you by Colt 45 and Bananas, Breakfast of Champions. Hey, what's going on? This is Tay, the former co-host of Keep It Basement with the Sweens. I see the boy Sweens done blew up without me. You are tuned in to Keep It Basement and keep it locked here. Yeah. More fire. Come on, man. I'm too Hollywood for this podcast. Yeah, I heard you tried to get bitches to the crib. That didn't work, obviously. And then your bum-ass intern, very unreliable and unprofessional. <laughs> <laughs> Sweeney, I'm going to see you later. Stay black. (laughs) (laughs) That's not so bad. There we have it, folks. Keep it. (laughs) Keep it basement podcast. Time to make my move. Sweet taste of victory like Oprah's Mavani. Damn, that shit was dope. Damn, son. Where'd you find this? Yeah. Yo, yo. I think it's good, yeah. Yes. Keep it basement with the Sweeney's or everybody. You looking me up? No, you're not. <laughs> I you were like my second interview ever in college really? radio. Yeah, you. I talked to you like on a Friday night before your like improv thing and talked for like hours. Yeah, yeah way back. Friday. Yep. And then like some email. I remember Jamal. Was your senior manager? I don't know. And then uh, some like email hit me up for like intern thing, but I don't think you ever like did any intern shit. I think it was just like one dude from Hot Ninety Seven. That was it. Hit you for it? Yeah, it was. It was like one of your emails, like book cipher or whatever. It was like you were gonna about you were about to do something. I think like a blog or intern intern type things, yeah. but I it like never happened. But I lived in Jersey. It was far. Yeah. Or you just That's rejected me. That's why I'm about to leave the radio. Or you just rejected me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm good. That's fine. Just trying to multitask. Keep it basement here. You ready? You rolled? Yeah. Keep it basement here with Cypher Sounds, legendary Cypher Sounds, uh, hip hop, DJ, stand up comedian, everything. Mm. Shout out you. That's me. Yeah. I like that you said my name properly, also. Because I spell Cypher with an A. So a lot of white girls call me Cypher. 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 But it's a lazy ER. It's not a strong A. It's a lazy ER. It's like you're not really racist, but you say the N-word correctly. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a lazy ER, not yeah. a strong ER. 
The hustle is real for stand-up comedy, man. You're from New York City. You drive all the way out here to the KKK land of like <laughs> hey, Jer- hey. the boondocks of Jersey. Stand back. Stand by. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I respect the hustle. Like getting some time in, working the comedy, getting the sets up. What's the process with that like? You know, just transitioning from fucking radio, TV to stand-up comedy in a fucking pandemic. Uh, I mean, I was doing them all at the same time. I just decided to go full-time comedy because I liked it more i i i've reached the the limit of my dj like i did everything i wanted to do and i could have just kept it going and collecting nice checks that i used to collect but then i wanted to go back to the poorhouse and start doing stand-up comedy full-time yeah but um it's fun to uh I, i can't sit and do one thing and the last two years of hot 90s i'm very famous in new york i don't know if i told you that yeah i know um I'm famous everywhere. I'm very famous in New York. And the last two years of Hot 97 started to feel like a day job to me. And I promised myself I would never get a day job. I was watching an interview, not to cut you off, uh, Ebro was saying like the management didn't understand your value. Yeah. I, I don't know if you're cool with Ebro. And, yes, cool with everybody. But uh, I believe that. Like I feel like in radio, they don't see the value anymore. Yeah, and, it's like, hard. And like, not to be weird, but you're like the guy who's not like, yo, I'm a cocky motherfucker. I'm the man. Not at all. And like the way you are is appealing to me. Like I don't like people who are like stunt, who yeah. like all this shit. And I feel like I have a similar personality type where I don't want to be a bragger and stuff. Yeah. So like, sometimes I come off like people are like, oh, this annoying fucking idiot. Like, you know what I mean? Yes. This kid. And like you say you're famous in New York. And it's like you have to have some bravado and swag with you now, right? And mm-hmm. it's tough very, when you have that personality type. in New York. Isn't it tough oh, when you have that? In there. Isn't it? Isn't it tough when you have that like introvert style personality where you're not the guy to be like, yes. "Yo, I do this, I do that." But you are a legend in your. It field. It is. It is. It's a little tough. Okay, sometimes I look at other people and get a little jealous. But what keeps me sane is I know I wouldn't be happy if I did those things. Yeah. And I think a lot of people do what makes them, what might make them a little unhappy, to get the money and fame. Yep. And I, I, I see a lot of those people burn out. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. they're chasing that high that will always go away where I try to live my life where I continue to do the things I love and stay happy. Now, am I the biggest and baddest? No. Am I the richest? No. But I'm very solid in who I am. No, I respect that. Like, there's guys, like, not to shit on them, like, academics at M22, Vlad, who yeah. do hip-hop gossip, and it hits. Yeah. They have to make a ton of money. A, I feel like you ton. could easily do that, but you're the type who doesn't want to do that because that energy of the gossip and the bullshit. It's not my vibe. And you know? they do it well. But you fucking know hip-hop way more than a lot of people. And I know a lot of gossip. I know. I know shit that has never been out. I know. I saw it on Hot 7. You were, like, never the type... Like Rosenberg wanted to get into stuff or Ebro and you were the type to just lay back, do DJ do, stuff or do, do jokes. My yeah. shit is music yeah. at the time, right? And being funny. Why am I going to expose certain artists or certain people secrets just to get some extra likes or ratings or whatever? Charlemagne exists in this world. Yeah, He's good at it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Vlad exists in this world. They're good at it. I would be faking if I try to be good at that. You so had, I just, I started. Cut, you had like a beef with him, but then it was cool. You went on the show, Charlemagne. Yeah, like the whole Haitian shit. Like I don't think that was too crazy, but I know you got a lot of shit for it. It wasn't even the Haitian thing was crazy. Yeah, he talked shit about me on the radio because of it. Yeah, and the ratings and all that. Do you know what his job is? To, to talk, talk shit about people. He evolved though. He ain't like that anymore. Yeah, I know. No, he's like a mental health advocate. Oh no, he's amazing. Yeah. He's amazing, but. 
I don't take it personal. I did something that got in the news, so every other news channel in the world talked about it, and he's not going to? Yeah. What? Now, all the beef I've ever had with any of them was strictly wrestling, fake radio beef. Rosenberg and him, they got issues. Yeah, yeah. They got issues, is but I never... Is, is Rosenberg someone tough to stick up for as a goofy white guy? What? Who's like yes! Political? He's the worst. It's like eye-rolling. Like, I'm, I mean, I'm not political at all, but like I understand like his thing, but he, sometimes he takes it too far. Yeah, like, it's he, like, dude, we want we want some jokes. We want the hip hop. Like, I'm your style. Yeah, I don't want to listen to him rant about like fucking. Poli- yeah, but it's show. here's here's the only reason why I, I only like Rosenberg for one reason. Everything else, I hate him. <laughs> That's funny. Everything he does is real. Okay, I respect it. To him, like he loves hip hop, and I respect how much he loves hip hop. He's very much into politics. It's not fake for the ratings. Mm-hmm. When he says it, he means it, and that's the reason why me and him got along. Because there was a lot of reasons why we didn't get along. But I always respected how 100 he was with the things he believed in. Could you call him up right now and be cool with him? No, we're cool. Yeah, we're super cool. Another thing that's with you my guys, boy. like you guys were the originators of hip-hop podcasting. Yeah. I try to tell people that. Juan F. Shout out Juan F. Yep. Hey, it's all good. That's fine. Stand back, stand by. <laughs> but like you guys... We're like the originals didn't really get the credit you deserved. I feel yeah. like Combat Jack and you, I would say, were yes. the originals of podcasting, hip hop wise, and everyone took that and moved with it in this yeah. hip hop lane, made tons of money. I mean, when you see that, do you feel some type of way you don't care? Because, like, like you said, look that at Joe, Joe Bun's podcast. He just talks about like logic or like the news out, and it gets tons of that news, one. Tons of money. That one hurts a little. Stings. That one hurts a little. You were like too early. We were too early, and then I feel like you guys tried to do a rebound of it, rebound of it. Try to do more, and then it wasn't consistent. I don't know, but I remember you had Kanye on early on. Yeah, fucking legends on. It was like I used to listen. Everybody, to we had Snoop on like two days after Nate Dogg died. It's crazy, man. Like the stories he was telling us. We had like some. We still have all those podcasts that one day will come out somewhere. Still. We got to figure out where. But yeah, that one hurt a little because uh, so we early. were too early. And crazy. I didn't even know what a podcast was when we started it. No one did. There wasn't no money in podcasts back then. Yeah. But um, but I'm happy that we like l- paved the way for these for these guys. No, nah, definitely people need to pay homage. Also, you were doing it like Hot 97 Studio. Is that annoying? Because like you you invested so much. Did you like hurt your feel get your feelings hurt with Hot 97? How you went out that in what 2016 2017? Because you put your blood, sweat, and tears in that goddamn radio yeah. station. And I feel like it shows like. None of these companies give a fuck about you. At the end of the day, you got to build your own brand. I think Schultz yeah. realized that because I remember the interview you guys did way back at yeah. Hot Seven, and he was excited to be on MTV, and then that yeah. never panned out right. long term. And look at him now on YouTube. He's yeah, it. but yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It hurt. It hurt a lot, and it was a very tough lesson to learn. That I said this before that you're just a number on a piece of paper to yeah, these corporations. Yeah. So, you know what you got to make your own shit from it, but. I had, I mean, if I added up the negative to the positive, there was way more positive at Hot 97. I feel like you did so much you could do, you know? Yeah. I, was, feel, I feel like you did deserve a contract, though, type like Angel, uh, Angie Martinez did at Power. You know what I mean? Cause you were, I got offered stuff. I didn't want to do it, though. Yeah, that was loyal. Yeah. yeah. I got offered stuff, but I wanted to go on the road and do stand-up. Yeah. That's and, like, I, there's no other way to put it. Like, I literally gave up a nice paycheck. Because I, I wasn't happy, and I was happy doing shit gigs on the road. What this, was that? This gig. That was a joke. You said this shit gigs. Shit I'm kidding. Gig. No, no. They're all shit gigs, but <laughs> yeah. I, I have more fun doing shit gigs on the road 
and doing what I love, you know? Yeah. And then I was watching an interview you were talking to Schultz with it was flagrant too recently, like last year or something. Yeah. You were saying that the music industry, like, because I tried to dabble in it, and, like, you're right. Like, the energy is, like, fucking weird. And oh, it's bad. they're, like, assholes, a lot of the artists. And, like you said, you I'd rather bet on myself and take a risk. So yeah. it's, like, stand-up comedy or bust in a way, right? Yeah. Because, like, you, you've been down that route, A&R, Rihanna, almost getting Drake, a, a whole ton of shit. Pharrell, yeah. Everything. Everything. I had so much, so many accomplishments and people would snake me and do foul shit and like i see why pe- i see why people go to jail because <laughs> the anger that it causes right that moment yeah. and people act on that anger and i was like i don't there's one thing i don't like in this world and it's jail so i'm going to calm down this anger i have and just move on mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and there's people who stole credit from me are sadly some of them have died one guy committed suicide. Damn. What, like, what's happening in your life where you have to, you know what I'm saying, like, take your own life? That's yeah. sad to me where, like, he got the credit that I deserve, but he's no longer with us. Rest in peace. And he was a good guy to me. He didn't, like, necessarily steal it from me. He just got the credit that I was overlooked on. Yeah. But he's not even here no more, bro. Like, it's I'm crazy. happy in this field yeah. doing stand-up in the back of this restaurant. One thing, not to compare myself with you, but I feel like in radio we're programmed to cater to guests, yeah, and like be like people pleasers. How did you transition to stand up comedy now? Because you're talking about glory hogs and being the center of attention. It's like you went from a co-host on a morning show where everyone was trying to talk, yeah. and you were like, I don't really care about talking. I'll play music. To now being a fucking comedian where you're you're the mics on you, you know. The the thing is, okay, I used to manage A and R, manage and work for different artists, and I would sometimes work harder than them. Yeah, you were saying that. And I was just like, damn, if I could rap, oh, I would destroy It's like you. you're a rapper now on stage. I'm a rapper. Yeah. I'm doing my version of rap. And it's still, I, you can still go on. I don't go on stage and talk all this shit about myself. I tell everybody I'm very famous in New York. That's yeah, funny. That's what I do. <laughs> but um, no, I just, I, I, it's not, it's like getting people to laugh. I mean, if you really think about it, it's not me talking about me to feel good. I want them to feel good. Laughing helps them. It's like a Buddhist angle. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know why Buddhists beg for money? Why? Because when you give them money, you feel good. That's fucking cool. So, you know, when they like bet, you know, yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. and you give them money, it makes you go, oh, I did something good. I got you. So that's my thing. Like, I'm making the audience feel good. I made all these racist white people laugh tonight. <laughs> yeah, there was some Trumpers with uh, the face mask. That's going hard. I don't, Trumper I face don't mask. care who you vote for. I don't care if you're racist. It doesn't bother me. Hmm. You came in kind of like a celebrity because you got, you know, the following of hip hop and stuff in comedy. Do you ever get, not to cause beef or whatever, shit behind the scenes or like shit from other comedians who are like trying to make it and don't have that big following and don't take you seriously? Yeah. I got, especially in the beginning, I got a lot, but. You roll with a good crew though. I mean, Michael Che, Chappelle, you know what I mean? Yeah. They, that's respect. Yeah. Like. Like, when I met Michael Che, he was excited to meet me, one of his favorite radio DJs. That's how I would feel, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then, oh, so ain't like famous Michael Che. Fuck him. But, um, <laughs> yeah, they, um, there's, yo, bro, there's hate in every job. Similar to hip-hop and comedy? Is there a lot of similarities, like the industries? It's all, there's all no, funny? it's all entertainment. It's exactly the same behind the scenes. Setting up audio, setting up lights, setting up a stage, arranging travel, showing up to do a show, music and comedy and 
poetry, sports. It's all the same entertainment. Behind the scenes, there's different people you deal with, but it's all the same. There's hate. There's hate at the at, at the office. You work at a a, a power plant. There's hate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everyone. Has, you you. If you're better with your money, you save up a little better. You get a brand new Jeep Wrangler. The guy with the busted '92 Ford Bronco is gonna be hateful. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just I don't let it bother me. Any good advice you got from Michael Chair, like Chappelle? From them? Yeah, from like you know when you were getting the oh, comedy. A lot. Was it rough at first? Uh, a lot. Um, Anything oh man, I don't know if I should of... give you these gems. Come on, give some gems to the people. We interviewed some good people. <sighs> we interviewed you back in the day. This is <laughs> this is my first bit of advice: is stand back, stand Come by. Come on, um, and you're really famous in New York. <laughs> um, Dave told me this is a gem. Dave Chappelle told me there's there's two ways to get in the make it in this game. So you're in a a, a long dark hallway, and if you along the way you meet people that have like a fire going, like a like a like a trash can fire, you know what I'm saying? And you you can stop at their fire and live there your whole life and be warm. Or you could keep going because the the real fame is way down this cold, lonely hallway. And like Fuckmaster Flex was had a had a fire going and I got to stay there for a while. You know what I'm saying? And then and then Angie Martinez had a fire going and I learned from her. And then uh, even not to name drop, Jay-Z told me never to name drop, but Jay-Z, Rock La Familia, there was a fire going there. I could have stayed at Hot 97 my entire career. Yeah, I know. I could have stayed, but whose fire is that? That's Hot's fire, not my fire. So if you really want to make it, you got to keep going down that long hallway. Yeah. And you stay for a while, you warm up yeah. at somebody's fire and then keep going. Yeah. You know, so right now Dave's at Netflix fire. Yeah, it's a good fire. Yeah. It's a big they fire. Drop the bags. Yeah, but he's but you know Dave, he's gonna keep going. I don't I don't like that whole Rogan vibe of Spotify because I feel like they're trying to censor him and he got the bag. Yeah. That's a huge bag, but still like is the, do you sacrifice your independence? Not to shit on yeah. Rogan, but I don't, I don't know, know the details. You know what I'm saying? I don't like, know. These anything. bags are ex- really big, but with Netflix, they take all your rights or what? How does that work out? I, you know, it's just wild. Because I like the Schultz vibe right now. Don't you feel that vibe where it's like fuck that? I'm creating my own thing. I'm making a studio. I'm with Charlemagne. He helped my following. Brilliant mm-hmm. idiots. I got a hip hop following. Yeah. Now I'm I'm bigging up with Akash doing the comedy grind. And it's like he's putting his own shit out there because he's been rejected so many times. Yeah. It's inspiring because you're well, like, fuck a, it, do yourself. He's a dickhead. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I love Schultz. Um, <laughs> he's cool. The bag is the bag, though. Yeah. No matter what. Like, True. no matter how much you make, you can't. What did what was Rogan? 20, 200 million? Uh, 150 million, right? Like, you can't. That's not that's turn like downable, crazy, yeah. bro. But when they start censoring Alex Jones episodes what, and shit. No matter when you get a bag, yeah. you do have to answer to somebody. That's crazy. And you were saying build it up, build your own shit, keep it moving. You yeah, know but I mean? for how long? Yeah. Like, like, are you happy with twenty million? Some people are. Yeah. I think I'd probably be happy with twenty million. Somebody gives me a hundred million, you're going to have a boss. Yeah. No matter how much you think you're not. You're gonna have a boss. Yeah, it's not you can't have that much money. Dave is the most independent, free thinker I've ever met in my life, and sometimes I see him go, "I gotta, you know, tell Netflix, 
You know what I mean? Like yeah, the Comedy does, Central shit was crazy though. The what? The Comedy Central shit. Now you're making me think about that way back. When His he bag. Went, he fled. Yeah. Yeah. You. Can, That's but, realness, man. And then they shut him down for years. Yeah. Blacklisted. He was, he was on Oprah. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. He was in know. so many weird movies growing up as a kid that you don't realize Chappelle. Like yeah, he was like the token black actor of like a. Yeah. Of there's a, a lot of them scene. that pop up. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's so weird. He was like on that one time. He was on the Howard Stern show. I was watching some Howard Stern fan like way back. And he wasn't even the main guest, like the McMahons were. And he was just like filling in like a comedian really? host. And you're like, that's Dave Chappelle, one yeah, of the greatest yeah. comedians ever. Yo, everybody has a start. Yeah, it's crazy, right? Dave Chappelle moved to New York, I think, when he was... I mean, he used to come to New York when he was like 16, 17. I know, it's crazy. Moved when he was 19. like. Yeah, that's another thing. I'm pr- getting pretty old. I'm not saying you're old, but you started in comedy on and off like your whole career. He started out so young as a prodigy. Do you feel like he has such an advantage, like him and Eddie yes, Murphy and all those? It's all course. about putting the time in, right? It's all the, the time. And he and he does stuff like four-hour, five-hour sets sometimes. That's, you've that's been how, I can't do that in a, in a month. Have you been to his place with the coronavirus? That whole Wait, thing he's got going, like the whole setup? What do you mean with the coronavirus? Well, like, what, the, Did what, I bring the coronavirus During the in? pandemic, have you been to his whole yeah. setup? That, yeah, the that's summer a, camp. That's a wide, uh, weird vibe, right? A wild vibe. No, it's it's fun. It's nice. He got if anybody could do it, he could do it. He set up a whole bubble. Yeah, I know. You know, yeah. I don't know who bust the bubble. Somebody busted. It was pretty annoying, but yeah, I was out there like five, six times. If I didn't have a family, I would have just lived that's out there. So funny. Yeah, I was wondering, are you really in Vermont, or is that a joke? It's a joke, a hundred percent. I was like, is he Vermont? He's coming to Jersey. I hope he doesn't drive too far. From Every. This. <laughs> Instagram, hey, who your fans? Uh, what is this? Keep it basement. Keep it basement. Yeah. Keep it basement fans. Everything on Instagram is a lie. The devil. Just is so a lie. you know, I told everybody I moved to Vermont. No, I said it in one time. Yeah, no, it's funny. Hey, I moved to Vermont, joking around. Everyone's like, "Did you move to Vermont?" Yeah. What? Fuck it. Oh, I should take a picture here and say I'm in Vermont. I saw also. <laughs> uh, you were doing a Karen thing and you were yelling. I like this white lady on a bike. You're you have a kind heart. I feel like you're not like you know gonna hate like like a like a Charlemagne or Vlad in a way. Do you feel bad sometimes when you shit oh, on I people? Like I, because I, I know I'm like yo, Severus is a nice guy. Because I feel the same way if I was gonna diss someone because I feel guilty. But at the same time, it, it's comedy. And I saw what was it Jess Kirsten? She killed and she was like shitting on hecklers. And after she's like, I love you guys, just comedy. Yeah. So if I like say that at the end, I'll feel better. Yes. Myself, yeah. Yeah. You know yeah. What I mean? Yeah. There was a there was a there was this woman at a show. She her and her two friends were talking the whole show. They were fucking every com- every comic hated them. Then she was about to leave, and it turned into she was drunk, <laughs> and it turned into a Karen situation. Now here's the deal, my my kind hearted nature yeah. got overpowered by the desire to have my own. Karen video, <laughs> so <laughs> I couldn't it help it. I had to do it for the gram. I'm sorry, lady. I had to take you out, bitch. But she, I was, I'm on stage. I'm doing a show, and she started acting real Karenish. And I was like, "Where's my phone? Where's my phone? Where's my phone? I'm about to get one." Ah! She really had a big ass chain on that bike. Oh my god, that <laughs> chain was crazy. But yeah, I watched that video. I was laughing. <laughs> uh, with the current times, uh, oh, in these troubling times, I want to get back kind of the radio in a way, like. With podcasts being so popular, do you think honestly, like radio is f- fucked, like finished, finito? It's as a radio head. It's um, it will never be. I can't say never. I don't think it'll be as powerful as it was once before, and um, it has to change somehow. Like, it's not fair. Like, not to be a dick, but like, say if you have talent, no one will ever know if you're an up and comer. It's like. 
fathered in like not to be mean but like flex is like grandfathered in and like there's like no new like upspring of talent they don't give yeah. them a chance you have to have like and, and that's why the people like adam 22 academics are like fuck it yeah. i'm gonna just do fucking hip-hop reaction videos yeah, online yeah. and create my own shit yeah and make more money than people yeah the, the game the, the well ran dry there's not a lot of new room for new people to come mm. but um yeah it has to change it's like it's like television when cable came out yeah. you know what i'm saying but channel four channel two channel seven still exists ABC, NBC, CBS, they still exist. Yeah, old white people got to watch something. But I don't, yeah, old white, listen, somebody got to watch NCIS. (laughs) But it's just, you know, people said that was over when cable came out. Oh, yeah, you had a TV show, Laugh Tracks. I liked it. I liked the concept. But I was confused because you just recently left Hot 97 and, like, were, like, anti-network, and then you went on a network. Although it is a good network because it has the Impractical Jokers and shit. I'm not anti-network. Well, I feel like you were like, fuck it, I didn't get the proper respect here. Like, I'm going to do my own shit, and then you got on a TV network. No, yeah, but it's... it's, You're cool with that? I definitely want to be on network. Okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'll do my own thing also. Yeah. But I'm not a I'm not one of those anti-network people. It's just that my deal with True TV was thoroughly checked out, as opposed to Hot 97, where I would say, "Yeah, sure, I'll take any deal." Mm-hmm. Like lawyers, like I was, I would never get in. Like I've been broken up with before. It's not like I'm not gonna date girls anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I just learned my lesson. Yeah. Like look for red flags. Yeah. And like stand back and stand down. <laughs> Um, I look for red flags and then I, I thoroughly checked my deal and I asked my manager, can I get more? Is there any way I could get more? Is there somewhere in here where I could get more? Instead of just going, yes, please, I'll do whatever you want. No, I thought it was cool how you helped up uh, becoming comedians. And, like, yeah, that show was good, but um, there was way too many bosses on that show. I feel like you could have made that a YouTube show. I, that's you know what, what it should have been. Yeah. But it's like, as you were saying, passion over, I feel like you're a guy who likes passion over profit, although money's good. How do you navigate that, though? Like, like through the game, like, any advice for people? Because, like, you obviously don't want to do free work, but obviously you want to do stuff you love to do. I feel like it's a tough ultimatum. I mean, I make, well, I used to make pretty good money before this stupid Wuhan hit. From Um, DJing, touring, and then comedy, you're saying? Mostly comedy. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, uh, this is what I truly believe. I, I really believe that you have to do things that make you happy. And often I, talk, I have to talk to myself. Like, fuck, man, why can't I do that? I want to do that. And then I go, wait, will that make you happy? And if it doesn't, I have to not do it. Uh, yeah, it's so tough. I, 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 I think that's true. At the same time, you have the name and brand. A lot of people don't. And sometimes they have to do shit to get on that they don't want to do. Like you see these fucking like, I did. Yeah. annoying Instagrammers or YouTubers. Like yeah. now they did that shit. They could do whatever they want now. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's it's a tough thing. You don't want to like sell out. But what do they want to do though? I, like, I would just like to get on in hip hop. Like you ain't, ain't going to get in a radio job. It's like fuck it. Go on YouTube. Talk about the uh, Chicago rappers, Chief Keef or whatever to get yeah. a name and then blow up that way and do what you want to do. Yeah, or like podcast. I mean, if you if that makes you happy, I'm not saying it makes me happy. I'm just saying I feel like you definitely about happiness, but also you have to cater. And there's like an ask for every seat, but also like I do porn interviews and they hit. I don't want to be known as a porn guy my whole life. Like mm-hmm. Schultz said, I was a porn guy, but they get views on YouTube because yeah. I'm not big, but the porn stars are huge and I'm funny. Yeah. So it's a combo, right? Right. So right, it's right, like right. I'm doing what I like, but I want to do other shit too. Yeah. Not to make it about me, but I'm giving an example. I'm no, like, I get it. You know I get it. But do porn? Do do you mind doing them? No, I don't you like them. doing them? Yeah, they're cool. Yeah, but like you get, you can only make so much dough on it with YouTube and now the regulations and monetization because adult content. 
Oh, I see. Like talking about sex, sexual right. gratifying thing. Oh, censorship's rough. That. Yeah. Oh, I gotta be clean now. Try to be clean. You, you trying to amp up the clean. YouTube? Like, what's next for you? That's the thing. I feel like you're a legend in the game, but like with consistency wise, not saying you're not consistent. You are in your hustle, but like for digital things, putting yourself out there, you don't give a fuck. I don't. I don't want to put my stand up out yet because then it just like burnt. Yeah, yeah. It's not like music. It's different. Like once you put a joke out, it's gone. I see. Like Schultz, he's doing crowd work. Like he just puts anything out. Like yeah. he was at the Stress Factory. He took a couple bits from Trumpers and he would just talk into the crowd and he yeah, put yeah, out. yeah. And, and yeah. also podcasts. Not saying copy that, but like. I think he was influenced by the hip hop people, and then put stuff out in the comedy. Realm. Yeah, I have you some podcast I mean? stuff I'm doing, but I don't necessarily want to sit and talk in a microphone like I used to do. Shout out, how are you doing right now? No, I do interviews all day, <laughs> but doing like broadcasting into a podcast is that just doesn't it doesn't make me feel good. I'd rather do this. That's crazy. Yeah, I'd rather do a show with how many people out there? A hundred people, yeah, fifty people. I mean, for the Corona thing. In the in the in I don't the field. Know, I just burp. I don't know if you know other comedians like Tim Dillon's really killing the game. He's yeah. been on Rogan and stuff. And then the Patreon thing is crazy. How yeah. much money they make on that? And then just like different skits like that. I feel like that's coming to the popularity thing. A lot of people doing that. Yeah. But I don't want to be like I'm hacky working, or corny doing stuff like that. Yeah, I don't feel comfortable doing it. But yeah. I like people that do yeah, it. Yeah, me too. I got um. I'm working on like a lot of TV stuff, but that shit takes forever. I know that's what I'm saying. It takes forever, but if it goes, it goes. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm writing on um I'm writing on Michael Chase show right now. That's dope. So it's like I have a job. You know, how does the writing process work? How does that go? Like I always found it weird. For TV shows? Yeah, it takes so long. It takes a long time. It takes a long time. But it's always something I wanted to learn and Chase a good friend of mine and he got this show and he put me on. So now he's like showing me how it works or one way it works, you know? And that shit is coming out real good. So, I mean, hopefully no, no, it's cool. When do you think it'd come out? If you're uh, even know, uh, top of year sometime. Is that like when you're in the office doing stuff like that, or is that your own office, or is that the show you're writing for? Uh, that's usually my office. Cool. Yeah, that's cool. Anything else you want to talk about? I feel like I don't want to take up too much time. Well, I want to talk about what's going on with Stand Back and Stand By. <laughs> oh, are you still cool with Angela Yee and everything? Because I know that was it weird during the time where you had to do the wrestling fake beefs and be on the radio. Never, I never. Did said you text her like, "Yo, her. my coach is bugging out Rosenberg right now." Mm, she knew. Or she was like, and she she, she, knew. Was, she was in a little squabble with Charlamagne for a little bit over really? the Gucci main interview. You know, no, Recently? I, yeah, pretty recent. Like they they don't like they didn't follow each other on Instagram and shit. I was looking at what? Was yeah, and like he just apologized to her recently. <laughs> shit, I feel like I'm gonna get my ass kicked by somebody, but whatever. Like I really? just because I'm a hip hop fan and I'm a radio fan. I liked all you guys when I was young on the come up. But yeah. I'm also a comedy guy, so I just like no. Nah, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I was always cool, Angela. But here's my. She thing. seems really sweet and cool. Like to be honest, she's amazing. I feel like she, even she she doesn't want to be a gossiper, but like people love her and she has to. But I also I love her show concept, uh, lip service. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, she did. Cool. She she. I mean, I always say this. Like I basically taught her how to do radio. I'd rather work with her than Rosenberg. <laughs> she seems way much cooler, you know. The show was supposed to be me, Rosenberg, and her. Really? But she turned it down because the money wasn't right. Gotcha. So then she went. She kept the serious satellite show, mm-hmm. and then went to Power One Hundred Five. But here's my thing: I don't have beef with anybody. I know. It's not worth it. If I, if it even seems like beef's brewing, I call and handle it right away. And I don't like. You ever see those people that have beef with somebody and then you ask them why and they don't even remember? Yeah, that's so stupid. What's the point? DJ Khaled, I thought you had a beef with, remember? 
He was like, you're a liar, Sype. You're uh, a liar. Sorry to bring you back. It's not beef. That's We had a um, incident. He really fucking blew up. Wasn't that weird to see as you grew up with him? Like, do you ever reach out to him or hit him up or not? Yeah. Isn't but we that squashed that too. That's so crazy how Snapchat like really blew him up into like yeah. some like teeny fan base. Like, I know. You would never think of it. I used to, I listened I know, to all his crazy. old shit like out here grinding like way back when yeah. he was like annoying on the radio. And like to be like a literally that like. That guy works hard. I man. know. It's crazy. He had. He, he paints had his hair too much though. Too, he what? Paints his hair too much. Paints it? Yeah. He has like the like the, the paint spray. Like, cause he's, oh, like, really? With thinning. It's like oh. too much. You like the pictures, like black paint everywhere. I, lo- I love the guy. I'm not trying to be mean, but easy on the fucking spray. You know what I mean? But he got a graffiti artist. Seriously. It's like really like, because uh, in the pandemic, you saw that shit. No. Nice. And he was just like thinning. Like it is what it is. But like, dude, he comes out with like the spray can. <laughs> Seriously. Not to be mean. No, but the guy had I like three it. albums finished before his first album came out. His son is a, a fucking business entity. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> We're out here in a fucking field. No, we're in a, we're, what is this room we're in? It's crazy, We're in like right? a shack. Yeah. But no, that's crazy. Like, it's like, dude, like the stories you have and you don't even like talk about, like not to like say you don't talk about them, but like you know so many people. It's just crazy. Like you call like DJ Khaled up, talk about like certain things and stuff. Yeah, but okay. Just, yeah, it is what it they're is. They're just I mean. humans. Yeah, I know. But um, like for like the average person, they would like really be obsessed with that stuff. I know, but you sh- shouldn't be. I know. Well, no, I can't say that. You can be if you want. Um, I respect the business uh, stuff they do, not necessarily like the fame and all that. Like this, like like even Angelique, she owns like a juice bar. Do you do stuff like that, business deals, or you're kind of just to yourself? I have a like, I have like not because I know you're a smart. I have guy. like investment stuff, not like stores or anything. Mm. But um, yeah, like that's yeah, like I'm good with money. I don't. I had a chain. I used to wear a chain in the tunnel. I bought a a, a platinum chain. With a with a three sixty piece because ciphers at three sixty degrees, yeah. and I look back at pictures like, what the fuck was I doing? I don't even like wearing watches. Like, I don't like wearing jewelry. Yeah, I don't like flashy cars. I remember the big pun story. I don't like, I don't like, uh, you know, bottle. I don't drink. I don't. Why would yeah, I yeah. order bottles at the club? Yeah, all those things. If it makes you happy, then great. Do it, but it doesn't make me happy. But then you look at me like something's wrong with me. I'm good. Nah. I walk the streets and like I feel like I talked to him all night. I feel bad, but probably ended up soon. No, I don't give a fuck. I got fuck I got five different fan base. Here's my problem in life. I'll tell you my main problem. This is like a therapy session. No, I'm kidding. I feel <laughs> no my my problem is I got five different fan bases you do have a lot none of them like each other (laughs) they don't hang out michael che i feel like because he liked yeah he heard you on radio and then fucked you in comedy i feel like he liked all your fan bases no no i'm saying like i got one up fans oh got you got you i got one up fans hot 97 fans yeah got you true tv fans oh that is so funny they don't like each other that's funny one up fans hate Hot 97. Juan fans might hate Rosenberg. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. In the tunnel, have you? did you meet like Easy e and NWA and all that? or No. no. Like, I know you DJed for the little Kim and everything. Like yeah, that. no. Easy e was before. I, I got in the tunnel in 96. I know the big pun story is amazing, how he forced you to take a shot. Yeah. He put a gun to your chest. Right? Yeah. That's fucking unbelievable. Yeah, he put a gun in That's my stomach. That's a legendary story. And to take a shot of Hennessy. That's the only time I, oh, I drank once by accident. But that's the only shot I ever took in my life. That's fucking crazy. He's nuts. Yeah. What's the decision not to drink? I'm not a big drinker myself. Uh, what do you mean? I 
I'm nah, this ain't me. <laughs> I'm, getting, I'm getting. Do you smoke weed or no? No, nope, because I know just, being in hip hop, you're probably around people who smoke. You probably got a contact. I I've I never smoked a day in my life. There's a list of rappers, a big list of rappers who said if I decide Snoop. to smoke, I have to smoke with them first. Snoop Dogg. Snoop is the top of my list. Definitely. Who else? But everybody, name the rapper. Be that's, real. Be real. I went. I did his show. He did the hot box. Yeah. I was like, I'm not getting in that car. <laughs> that's so funny. I'm not getting in the car. Um. I don't. I just. I don't know. I. It's a bit of a control thing. Uh, it's the same reason why Muslims don't drink or smoke. I hear you. But I'm not Muslim. Yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you. But I just didn't want to. I just I don't. Like I don't know. I don't. I don't like people looking blackout drunk, falling all over the place. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe one day I'll stand back and stand by. Comedy scene similarities in hip hop. I know we talked a little bit about it, but like going to the cellar and stuff. Is there like an equivalent? Like it's the tunnel. Or it's no? yes. The the vibe, the hangout, uh, the great conversations with people, the camaraderie. I just don't feel like my life is gonna get taken away that night. Yeah, yeah. I can hang out at the cellar all you night. Get canceled and, for the vagina jokes, though. No, not vagina jokes. I'm kidding. Maybe, like because maybe like, my proud boy jokes. Comedians out here getting canceled and shit. You know what I mean? It's scary. Yeah. In rap, you get shot. In comedy, you get canceled. Yeah. Like what's worse? Yeah, if I got canceled, I'd probably have to well, you know, it's go crazy. back to rap. These rappers make tons of money, and it's not even that good. You know, it's about the production and beat. And it's like in comedy, it's tough to make that buck when you get on. You know what I mean? It's harder to get you on. You make more money unless you're Chappelle or everyone you hang out with. Yeah, you but make it's more a, money in a rap show than a comedy show. But it, but it, but I'll tell you this though: it's What's a up? shorter lifespan. That's why they do all those. There's a lot stuff. of old comedians. There's not a lot of old rappers. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. If you if you tell good jokes and can get a, people in a room. You could do comedy forever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Who was old rappers? Why is there no like why is there no like red and meth show in Vegas? Like a like a residency or something. You know what I'm saying? There like, should be, yeah, you're right. Why is there no like yeah, I would yeah, love to see there is. I would like to see Red and Meth, Little John and That'd be dope. You know what I'm saying? Like Red and Meth East Coast, Little John South. Uh, Dog Pound West Coast. Yeah, I like that. Somebody from the Midwest, and it's like this. The you know the 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 what do you call it? Like the coast, like the four quadrants of America. Hip hop show in Vegas. You know what I'm saying? It's not no. Where do the rappers go? I saw. I was watching Million Dollars Worth of Game, and I don't know if you're familiar with Gilly the Kid and Wallow. Love that show. I, I was I gonna ask you because I didn't know if you watch stuff or you just kind of zone out to the hip hop stuff. Yeah. They just interviewed Snoop. Snoop's warehouse. Oh, is did Fucking they? inspirational. Really? I don't know if you saw the warehouse. No. It's like a game room, a fucking studio. That's where he filmed like uh, that Snoop Those, TV. The verses. Yeah, like, oh, did they do verses there? No, they did. What did the Snoop? They did that. No, I don't know if they. They might have did it there. But like, uh, who was that comedian? Like Red Grant. I don't know if it says yeah. that. He's an old guy. He yeah. was like in the bar chilling. Like other people came up out of nowhere. Uh, what is it, Matt? The well, they did a, they did their podcast. They there? did a podcast with in the Snoop, studio, and then they that's dope with Snoop. Yeah, and then they got to go and like look and check out the whole thing, and it was like inspiring. They were saying, yeah, it was like a green room. There was a fucking like bar, a fucking like yeah, 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 yeah. No, Snoop is. I would would you that's say Snoop is the most famous rapper of all time? I know you were gonna say that because people were saying that. I, I think so. I was always saying Jay Z, but if you go to Mexico, I feel like they know Snoop more, right, or somewhere. I think Snoop. I think what about every... Ice Cube though? Because of Hollywood. But that's because of Hollywood. That's because he's a f- more famous movie star. And Ice T, Fall in Order. Yeah, but not they're not famous for rap. True, but you can make the argument that Snoop Dogg's been in uh, like Training Day and other nah, things like that. But yeah, but not. 
He's more of a rapper. They were saying it on Wallow Gilly. Like it is true. Like Snoop shit still hits. Like, still, it gets always. unbelievable. Like like there's a song now you can listen to one year it gets old. All these. I listened to Doggy Style two days ago. It was like, God damn, this shit never gets old, man. It's crazy. And he was never picking up in Death Row. He said he might try to bring it back and stuff. And he's really? Sure. Yeah, like, he, like, because it, it was his come up, you know? Right. But he was saying that he was more business savvy with Master P and No Limit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, I listened for the game. Like, I'm not Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I love the gems. Like, yeah, old it's good. I love the old gems. I'm calling gems. you old, but even the gems you I don't like, care. I'm old. I don't but, give a fuck. Any gems you got from like Snoop or like any other Chappelle gems? I didn't want to cut you off before you were going. Any gems good gems like people could get on this? Oh, no. Come on, give it up. Shit. And I feel like, uh, not to cut you off, but I feel like there's no, there's never going to be another Charlemagne Radio or Howard Stern. I feel like you got to just do it yourself. Like the, the next thing is a YouTuber or something like that. And I could be wrong. I mean, Rogan is probably the next Stern, He was a no? podcaster, yeah. Like, I think Joey Diaz is funny, too. He's old. Joey Diaz is funny. I did a show with him a couple of weeks ago in a mall he parking moved, lot. He moved back, yeah, he moved back in Jersey. Yeah. I tried to get him on. It was, it was, it was you know, Jim Florentine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was saying. doing, he lives near him. Yeah. They're like buddies. Jim Florentine's on Barstool Sports. I thought that was very interesting. Yeah. That's his podcast. But, but uh, yeah. that That's another wave. Like, being on Barstool is, like, a big thing. Should I get on there? Just see what's good, you know. If you need a producer, holler at me. What I should do is get on the Proud Boys Network, because they seem to be doing an, an amazing job. Hit up Borat and ask him. That guy's genius. <laughs> Did he do something with the Proud Boys? Nah, he just. Uh, you, have you seen the new Borat or no? No, no. You, are you a fan of him? Not really. Yeah. I think he's good, but back in the day, Howard Stern interview, he was saying that he was a shitty stand up comedian. Really? Because, so, like, like, he was playing up. He would never, like, talk about himself. It was, like, a yeah. part. So he's, like, a better character actor. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's, like, variations. That's why I was, like, I'm getting into comedy and I'm trying to find my voice still exactly. And it's, like, there's so many different variations you could do when you're in it. I have so many stories that I can't tell on stage yet i'm not a good enough comedian to make my stories like jokes you say you don't like podcasting but i honestly think a lot of these guys like not to like, call them out but like certain comedians will go on a podcast and tell a story and then go on the stage and like kind of shorten it yeah it's like i could see the practice because i, I yeah, work with comedians that do it, stuff yeah. and it's like i i've seen like someone go to the stress factory comedy club and tell a story off the podcast and shorten it on stage. Mm. You know what I mean? But I know you're not, I feel you. You're not. I got to figure out how to put the jokes in it. Yeah. I got some, I don't have no problem writing jokes. Is it, is it tough to get an hour of material? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Not for some people. You ever watch Chappelle or Chain? You're like, I don't want to be like them, but man, this is like great. No, I definitely want to be like them. Can. I definitely want to be like Che or Chappelle. Really? They're fucking incredible. Che started late too, right? I was um, I was wondering, are these guys hardcore comedians like where they studied the game so much? Because I know a lot of people who study the comedy game, but like aren't there yet great with their comedy routine. Yeah. But there's other guys who know nothing about comedy, get right in and are amazing They're comedians. Natural. Che is a, a natural beast with it. Was he like studying Carlin at the age of fourteen or was he kinda like, nah, I'm listening to fucking Hot Night Seven? I think shit? I don't I think he liked it, but it wasn't about that. Yeah. He just was good at like he's just he's good at um putting these thoughts together yeah and it and it, it's like yo che oh i'll give you a gem he told me if you're into comedy i mean it's not it's, if you're not a comedian this gem won't mean shit to you but no, it might mean something. every joke should be a closer che goes on stage i know all his jokes i know everyone i go i do so many shows with che and i'll stay on stage with him the whole time because sometimes he likes to riff with me i know all his jokes i've never seen him do the same way twice and we'll do two shows in a night, and the, the set will be completely reorganized. He'll say something to somebody, and they'll say something. like He's like, what are you drinking tonight? And it'll go into a drinking joke. 
And I'm like, the drinking joke is the closer. The drinking joke is the closer. And he goes, no, every joke is a closer. So sometimes he told me go on stage one night. He goes, yo, do your set backwards. I was like, what? He goes, do your set backwards. Start with your closer and close with your opener. I'm like, my opener is not as strong as my closer. He goes, well, make it strong. He goes, now, like on stage, do it. I was, it was horrible. It was the first time I did that. It was horrible. But now I try to mix up my set all the time mm. so that it, you can stay sharper. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So I guess that advice could work for other things. No, like, that, that could work. Don't yeah. just keep, stick to the same rhythm. You know who David Goggins is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo. Yo, he's a fucking maniac. You see his toes? Man, it's gross. Disgusting. Yeah. That's my man. He's a fucking nut job, but Yo, he's awesome. I went running yesterday in the rain. Shout out to David On some Goggins. David Goggins shit. Like, yeah. oh, it's raining outside. I don't want to go out. Go now. Go in the rain. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I try to do that. Do uncomfortable things. Comedy is uncomfortable because I feel like you get a time 15 or an hour and your whole day is based on that show. Yeah. Like the travel. Yeah, The yeah, fucking yeah. shitty food you eat or whatnot. And like, it's just tough. I to, love it though. But it's such a grind though. I like, love you can do it. Doing a podcast in a fucking upstairs uh, restaurant at like... Ten at night, but it's just yeah, wild. This is this is disgusting. What are we doing? <laughs> is this you're videotaping this? Yeah. How's this look? How's this background look? We're we're pretty fucking deep crazy. in. I mean, I, we have forty minutes. I mean, I feel like I gave you that's everything. All my questions, almost. All right. I well, mean, then we can just, end it if you want. Well, we first got to tell everybody. Like, at first, at first, what what do you think the process is getting interviews? Because at first you're like, yeah, like we'll do. Like you didn't look like you wanted to do it. You're like, yeah, like that's, that's just my normal uh, that's demeanor. I, I always want to do. I'll do anybody's podcast. Uh, the problem is just timing. Just timing. It's like I just don't worry about my face. I'm worried about people's faces. True, but like I don't want to be like. It's true. You have to have confidence away and go up to people. Just like yo, I'm this and that. But, but we already. I'm not a bragger. Like hey, I interviewed. I already person. said I would do it. I know, I know. But it's like I didn't want to like interrupt your time. And me and my coach are big on that. Tom Zappia, where he's like super like weird, where he doesn't want to annoy any comedian, and then we never get it. But the comedian would have done it. Um, nah, you gotta ask. I mean, asking beforehand does help a lot. Comedian's easier than a rapper. I feel you gotta go through the seven layers of the crew. Yeah, yeah, we're getting the entourage makes it harder. Yeah, but you gotta ask. You gotta ask. Um, just the okay, I'll give you a trick. Tell them it's shorter than what it actually is, and if they're having a good time, it won't matter. That is true. Yeah. If they're having a good time, it won't matter. Like, be like, no, just like in 15 minutes. That's funny because it's a 15 minute podcast. We do it sometimes in the green room at clubs and then they go on before. Some do, some don't. And uh, Mark was like, yeah, just 10. But he would have definitely did more. But my friend wrapped it up because you don't want to be, you want to be respectful. Who wrapped it up? My co co host, Tom. He's not here right now. He's a, what's his problem? He just never wrap it up, you know. Yeah, he'd, he'd wrap it up. But like, it, it was still good. With podcasts, so. you don't have to wrap it up because it's all pre recorded. It was, it was, it, he was going on stage soon, so he wanted to let him, like, prep for the jokes and shit and, like, be respectful. So, I feel, I feel yeah, like people like that, too, though. It's hard You don't to want do. to be a snake of someone's time. You know, you tell you 10, yeah, 20, it's like an hour. Yeah, right? beforehand you know is hard because a comedian, before you go on stage, you have to get your mind right. Afterwards, sometimes they want to leave. Yeah. It's rough. I don't know if you know it's Giannis rough. Pappas. He was actually one of the rare ones who did it after the show because he was just trying to test his new material out. Yeah. Like, since the coronavirus, he's not going up as much. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Trying to get that out. Yeah. And then after he stayed and talked for like an hour. It was yeah, amazing. yeah. It, it it all depends. Yeah. Everybody's different. Yeah. 
But I wanted to bring back the Hot 97 stuff. That's why it was fun to interview you and all that other shit. I No future with radio personalities on the come up. Because, like, even, like, a lot of the guys, not naming people, but, like, they, it didn't pan out for them at Hot 97. Like, there was never, like, that help or that push that they wanted. I feel like you have to push yourself. The, for radio personalities? Radio personalities. Yeah radio, oh. yeah, radio personalities. Don't, you, don't uh, you think the same? It's like, might as well just make a fucking podcast now, right? Now, yeah. You know? Yeah, now it's not. I haven't listened to the radio since I left. Is that like on some fuck you type shit or just because of... I just don't need it. I don't need it. Like, everything I want is right here, yo. You can listen to the radio on there, but not live. I, 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 you yeah, know what I mean? Like, like, it's a podcast now. But you can listen to Apple Music. That's yeah. live radio, technically. Yeah. You see what Charlotte's doing? He has the Black Effect Podcast Network. I think that's a big Who? move. Uh, Charlemagne. What is it? Like a podcast network he's creating with oh, iHeart. Oh, I get on there. So, yeah, try to get on Hello, there. Oh, Charlemagne? <laughs> Can I get a thank you? Yeah, I was I was thinking that they're the deal. they've been at the breakfast for like ten years, I think, and I think they're gonna wrap it up and try to just do podcasting now. I feel like that's the future. Like instead of being on the radio every morning, yeah. they're just gonna be like, all right, let's do a podcast. Dude, how I many feel like there's podcasts can with they Angela, be though? Charlotte and DJ Envy though, not to get into some drama, but there is riffraff. I feel like there's like a little something like like Angela Yee's like because I feel like she's the odd girl out because those are like the the alpha of the guys and yeah. they talk and shit and like she never gets her words in sometimes, but she's mm. good and does her own thing. She yeah. But I feel like after that Gucci thing. I mean, how long they been on? Ten. This is going to be 10 years. The contract's it's, up, and the pandemic is fuck shit up probably with iHeart. It's heart. almost over. I feel like it's gonna be, they're going to be on a podcast they're together. All, they're all evolved. But 10 years, yo, is, that's a long time I for know, radio. Everyday morning show? Yeah. That's hell. I know. Every day? Yeah, it's almost over. If they can make all this money doing other shit. Is it hard to keep a relationship like seeing someone every day for years on radio is it yes. hard to like it's very hard especially in the morning Groggy that's all no me sleep. and rosenberg all our beef was because we were it was so early in the morning <laughs> once i left and then you were straight. DJing at night shout out to monster yeah. energy drink they, they love you, you uh, like i was monster looking you up energy. they got ladies you got like on, you're on the website ladies and gentlemen monster <laughs> energy is the best are we got is that music is the show over Oh shit! Yeah, we gotta get out of here. Yeah, it's over. I gotta leave. Yeah. Oh, they just ended the show. Yeah. Hey, buy Monster Energy and make sure you stand back. Stand, stand by. by. Do you want a flashlight or no? You know you have a family. Because uh, I do porn interviews, I'm actually sponsored by Flashlight. It's a pocket pussy. Oh. Or no. Did I want a pocket pussy? Today? I have a Cuban basement shirt, but you probably won't wear it. Maybe you'll wash your car with it or Wait, something. Wait, hold on, hold on. Do I want a pocket pussy? Um. Stand back and stand by. You know what? I'm going to stand back and stand by. <laughs> what the hell is it? The uh, quick shot pulse shot to flesh. What is this? It's a, a pocket pussy on the go. Good for comedians on the road. Oh, this like is a uh, on the go one. Yeah. Also, got oh, a this is good. Shirt. But honestly, I could probably give it to a girl and she'll like me. But I don't know if you would want it. And you probably just like use it as like a. No, I've been trying to purge my T-shirts. Should I take this pocket basic. pussy? I don't know if your uh, family will get upset with you, though. You know what? Nah, I'll, I, I, I'm gonna check it out. I'm gonna stand All by right. and stand back. Shut up, flashlight. <laughs> Thank you for that this. Cyber Sounds, Cuban Basement. Appreciate uh, Cyber Sounds, legend in the game. A lot of radio talk, a lot of Juan uh, Epstein podcast talk, and stand-up comedy, and just a lot of shit. Thank you for your time. And as my friend Rory Scoville says, do you know Rory Scoville, comedian? Why does Comedian. I was thinking of Rory on the Joe Bunn. No, not that Rory. Now. Different Rory. Rory Scovel says, when you get a flashlight, you can go fuck yourself if you think you're not going to go fuck yourself. <laughs> Stand back. 
Stand by. Speaking of white, um, we could end it, but white people in hip hop's got to be tough, huh? What? I feel like it's just so hard when you got Rude Jude, Rosenberg, Rory, and then you get shit for being white anyway. I'm 22. You can't. No, be you, white? Yeah. You're going to be white. Be white. Who gives a fuck? Hello? Hello, Sife? Hey, what's going on? This is Mike Sweeney. What's up, dude? Mike Sweeney, the idiot. Got it. Yo, what it do, baby? Baby, what it do? Baby, what it do? What? Ladies, cover your ears. I'm just kidding, but have an open mind. What? Don't act like y'all never watched porn or have or have had sex toys. We're all freaks out here and sexually open is 2020. And it was a quarantine and now it's COVID times. Dating during a global pandemic is kind of tough. Now with these COVID times, it's time to get back your stamina, practice and work on your sex game. Get you back out into the wild, into the dating life. That's why Keep It Basement has partnered up with Fleshlight. Go to fleshlight.com and use the discount code KIB for 10% off any purchase of a Fleshlight product. Fleshlight has products for all types of people, whether guys or girls, straight or gay, whatever, they have it all. With the purchase of a Fleshlight using the KIB discount code, not only are you supporting business, you're supporting small business while having a good time doing so. Go to Fleshlight.com and use the discount code KIB for 10% off. Fleshlights make for the perfect gift, whether it's a bachelor party, bro's birthday, or even your significant other's birthday or special celebration. Ladies, I know there could be a stigma here, but say you were going on vacation or you weren't around for a few weeks or days, wouldn't you rather have your man use a fleshlight than another girl? Wouldn't you rather you come home and see your man using a fleshlight instead of having another girl over uh, being unfaithful? I, I mean, put two and two together here. What, what would you rather have? And also keep it basement. What? He's so nice. Yo, keep it basement. Keep it basement, back at it, baby, with the bang bangers. Nigga, shut your ass up, man. I don't give a fuck, man. You are listening to Keep It in the Basement, like most Italians. If you're not Italian, keep it there anyway. Well, that's cool, because you're a fan. I'm a fan, too. You know what I'm saying? And I think, to me, fans make the best interviewers. You know what I mean? Like, because... Cause we're asking the questions from a fan perspective. When you're a true fan and you follow the artist and you study your artist and you know an artist's music, you know an artist's background, you know the questions, the right questions to ask because you're asking questions from a fan perspective. And not only that, the reason you said that you're able to talk to uh, your favorite artist for an hour, it's not that you're able to talk to them for an hour, it's you're able to listen to them for an hour. It's a yeah. difference. See, a lot of interviewers don't listen. See, I'm a listener. I, like, yeah. like a, a lot of interviewers, I have 20 questions, and all they want to do is get through those 20 questions. But the yeah. truth of the matter is, if you ask me a question, if I ask an artist a question, and the artist answers me, if I'm listening, I'm probably going to get something else out of his answer that I want to ask him. And that's what a conversation is all about. What? Keep it what radio? Basement. Keep it basement? Like, keep it, like, keep it in the house. Keep it yeah. basement radio? Okay, yeah. all right, all right. Uh, hey, what's going on? It's your boy, Lil Dicky. Shout out Mike Sweeney, Swing, and Keep It Basement Radio. What's up, guys? This is Mickey Gall. You're listening to Keep It Basement. Keep It Basement. You are tuned in. <laughs> you are tuned in to the Keep It Basement podcast with your boy, Swing. Y'all heard? What up, Swing? Now tune to motherfucking Derelict. Keep It Basement with the Sweens. That's the name of the podcast. Keep It Basement with the Sweens. Keep It Basement. We out.
welcome the newest sponsor of the podcast, Fleshlight. Fleshlight is the number one male sex toy in the world. With its soft, real feel insert, patented to be so lifelike that many have proclaimed it feels better than the real thing. While there is no substitute for a real woman, amazing inner textures and over a hundred possible combinations to choose from, we all have to work a little harder to keep up. Fleshlights offer an adjustable cap to control the desired suction level you prefer, as well as a channeled sleeve able to stretch in order to accommodate the repeated discomfort of your girth. Easy to clean and durable, Fleshlight is your number one choice brand for male sex toys. Fleshlight also offers flesh skins, sleeves, anal toys, and accessories, including lube, mounts, cases, sleeve warmers, vibrators, and more. For more information, search Fleshlight on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or visit www.fleshlight.com. This is the Keep It Basin Podcast. Follow us on YouTube, subscribe to us, also on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes Music, Laughable, and wherever else you could listen to us and view us. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, oh, I would love to tell you. I would love to tell you that basically... Uh, Mike Sweeney, the head president, CEO of Keep It Basement, fully admitted. At least you know it. Keep it fucking moving. Um, Porn sex, it's like 45 minutes an hour, but like real sex is like 20 minutes. Well, maybe for me, I guess. Try like three or four hours. Hour and 45 minutes? What the fuck? It's four hours. Any words of wisdom here? Always use a condom, and if you don't use a condom, make sure you got like really strong pull-out game, okay? <laughs> pull-out game week. Yeah, wear a condom. Are you nuts? I have two hairless cats. I want to. Can you get laid whenever with a bunch of options? How thirsty are your DMs? It's pretty lit. I ain't got Instagram. I don't got tweeters. I don't got nothing. A younger guy pick up a, a woman who's older than him. That's a really great question. How could I approach you and take you back to my room if we were s- sitting at a bar? You ask too many fucking questions. Don't ask no fucking questions. Plus, do funny guys get laid more? Oh, yeah, definitely. Would you date a uh, guy with a small penis? Like, how small? <laughs> How's, how big's your penis? Like, four inches? How funny are you? Then you put that video on fucking Worldstar. I hit the thing, it's YouTube. Fuck me up more. Sick of it. Stay down the cellar and shut the fuck up. Just keep it basement podcast keep it description. Basement. Find Keep It Basement with the Sweens wherever you get your podcast with hosts Tom Zappia and Alex Nicholas. Please make that a permanent drop in every episode. I scold them myself. Keep It Basement podcast. We out. Uh, this episode. Episode of the podcast is brought to you by Stealth Mode Motorsports. Yeah. Stealth Mode Motorsports serves worldwide motorcycle enthusiasts, racers, Dale Earnhardt Jr., and custom builders with the highest quality <laughs> quality OEM parts for Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, Kawasaki, and Ducati, Super Sport motorcycle models. We buy and sell used motorcycles as well. Based out of Charlotte, North Carolina, StealthModeBikes.com, also on Facebook and Instagram at Stealth Mode Motorsports. Need an engine for a car? We supply engines to race teams all over the world. Lay your bike down and don't want to pay dealer pricing? Contact us for a fraction of dealer prices. All current inventory can be found on our eBay store at ebay.com slash str slash stealth mode motorsports. Check them out. What do you want to do? You want to go to the Shipbag Comedy Show and then maybe try to roll through stress? Guys, follow your dreams and listen to Keep It Basin Rate Subscribe. Thanks, guys. Peace. Just masturbate if all else fails. Peace. Good job with California. You don't like it? Fuck it. You get on a plane, fly home. That's it. Take a chance. Four minutes at the at the at the, at the, at the comedy club in New Brunswick. Four minutes might turn into a, a spot on a Jimmy Kimball Tonight Show. You never know. You got to try it. You just can't stay on a safe route because then you're going to end up being kind of bitter when you get older. That you didn't take no chances. That's it. That's my view on things.